think it is recording at this time. Okay, cool. All right, let's get started. Well, welcome everyone to an edition of our Thursday PropTech Talk uh, Thursday event. Uh, today, this is actually going to be the first one where I have an interview session here with Justin at Glasshouse Guide. And um, I, as part of this, there are going to be some events that I'm going to be just reviewing products. And then some I have the fortunate opportunity to be uh, interviewing some of the executive teams at these wonderful companies. So we're going to learn about Glasshouse Guide and see like how you guys got started. So Justin, welcome to the show. And please tell us a little bit about yourself. And I'd love to hear like what you actually did before uh, this company. Well, thank you, Spencer. You know, I've been in technology for over 20 years and primarily in consulting. So I've served organizations as small as a two-person startup all the way up to the Department of State and Department of Homeland Security. So I have a lot of breadth of experience across industries and types of technologies. So, you know, it's really that experience that led me to what I've done here with Glasshouse Guide. And my focus has always been more in product development, user experience, making sure that we're designing something that really serves users and makes their lives better. And that was really my intent with Glasshouse. Excellent. So tell us a little bit like, what is the product itself? What does it do? Absolutely. So what we've created is a service that turns any Alexa device into a real estate sales assistant. Now, I know that sounds a little bit hokey and maybe a little confusing, and it's really because it's the first of its kind. We have seen other real estate skills on Alexa where you can do a search. So tell me about houses in Detroit, Michigan, and get a result, right? And, and those, are, those have been okay. A lot of those have come and gone. But what we created instead is an ability for folks like yourselves to take an Alexa smart speaker and put it to work for you to tell prospective buyers more information about your listings. So it works really in two ways. One is inside of the listing, you can position an Echo or Echo Dot or any, any Alexa smart speaker inside of the home, place a sign next to it and prompt people who tour the home to ask it questions and engage. The other and really the more powerful feature is where you can promote the use of Glasshouse Guide and Home Tour, specifically our service called Home Tour, in your social media posts, email campaign and email campaigns and whatnot, and prompt buyers to interact with Alexa from the comfort of their own home. And it's really cool. We'll talk more about it, but it's it's more of a conversation than just a QA, yes or no sort of activity. It's actually a lot of fun to use. Wow, that is interesting. And so what kind of inspired you to do it? Was it you wish you had more information when you went to go see houses? Like what, what, what was the f driving factor of why you felt you, want, you needed to create the product? Uh, you hit the nail on the head. The most recent time that I bought a house uh, was back in 2018. Uh -huh. And we were in a situation where we had to tour a lot of houses uh, for a couple of days straight in order to choose one and get moved in under a timeline. And at that point in time, I already had five echo dots throughout my own house. So I was streaming music and doing the whole house music experience. And so when we went into a few different houses, I saw those smart speakers and I thought, you know, it sure would be nice if I could ask it some questions and get more information. It's really as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Our agent is fantastic. She knows a lot about everything, but she doesn't know everything. It's impossible to know everything. Yeah. So some of these little factoids that would have been interesting for us to find out while we're inside of the home or while we were looking at them online would have been great. 
so the idea hit me and uh, one of the nights thereafter, after we finally settled on a house, I came home, drafted the entire thing out, uh, engaged my team of engineers to scope it out and, and go build the thing. Interesting. And so how do, how does the data come in? Is it, is it extracted from an MLS? Is it manually uh, for like the listing agent to fill in? Like how do you, how do, how do you update that information that for people to ask? Yeah, it's, um, I'm going to use the ugly word manual. It is manual for an agent to enter. And here's the reason why. If we were to scrape the data and just pull it off of the internet uh, from an MLS, what we're going to get are a bunch of just binary bits of information. So we'll have number of beds, number of bats, square footage, and we'll have that uh, MLS description that is notoriously chock full of acronyms and abbreviations to try and squeeze just as much information as possible into that field. And no one wants to hear Alexa try and read that. That's just not going to work. Hmm. So Alexa can answer questions. So if someone asks the question, is there anywhere to ride a bike around here? The agent is in control of that response. So they can say things like nearby is Brook Run Park that has four miles of biking and walking trails. You can also ride your bike to Main Street to get ice cream on a Sunday afternoon. So you can add that color and that interest to the community and to the home description so that when people talk to Alexa, it sounds more like a conversation rather than just bits and bytes of binary information. Interesting. And where is this deployed right now? And, and do you see certain markets adopt this more than others? Like, do you see any trends from your own end? We see a couple of trends. This is catching on more in metropolitan areas. So San Francisco, Chicago, Atlanta, where we're based, we've seen good traction. Not as much in the rural areas, though I will say we have good traction in many of the destination communities where there are luxury homes. So a great example near Atlanta where I live is a lake called Lake Oconee and there are luxury homes on the lake. It's really a well-known resort place. And we have one real estate team there at the lake that puts Glasshouse Guide in each one of their listings. And it, they, they go on and on about the memorability factor. People refer to their listing as the Alexa house. And that's what they want. They just want some stickiness factor. You don't want someone to come in and say, oh, I remember that house. That was the grandma house because they had all the pictures on the wall or the mold house because it smelled stale. Mm. It's much better to have it referred to as the Alexa house. And that has a certain cachet to it. It's really interesting. Like, have you, um, maybe you are, the builder, let me think, it's Leonard Holmes, I think has um, smart technology that's built in for every one of their homes. It's like, I think it's a, I know it's for sure here in the Bay Area, but I want to say it's a corporate national thing. That's um, right. ha, you must have some conversations that you might not be able to expose, but like, that's kind of the lowest hanging fruit I can imagine on your end, right? It's already there. They're already pitching it. And, and I feel like new home construction, given most of those buyers tend to be, you know, new buyers, um, may, may like that a lot more. Like, what are your thoughts of like our new builders, typically the ones that are like, Hey, look, we want a way to differentiate ourselves. Like, do you see any interesting kind of findings there? So, so a couple of interesting things there. So first Spencer, if you have connections to Lennar, I would love to have a meeting with them for that exact reason. They are already embracing technology right. and it would be so cool to hook up a house that already has Alexa wired into it to our service to tell people about it when they tour it. I mean, 
that's just a phenomenal idea. But what we're doing instead for, you know, the smaller spec home builders, right? And so they are building speculative homes and subdivisions, um, hoping that they'll sell as quickly as possible. It's really neat. One of our agents uh, taught us this trick. We hadn't really even thought through the use case, but she had three new, new construction listings from a builder. And she went out and, you know, the new construction doesn't have internet necessarily. It doesn't have all the utilities hooked up. So she went out and got hotspots, the MiFi hotspots from her cellular provider, plugged it in under the kitchen sink where the garbage disposal plugs in to hide the device. She placed the Alexa device on the kitchen counter on the island. And as people toured the home, they could interact with it because that home doesn't have history yet. It doesn't have a story yet because it was just built. And I can tell you the builder absolutely lost his mind in the best possible way. He loved it because suddenly his house, even though it wasn't built like Lennar's houses, it was suddenly a smart house. Mm-hmm. And he just was wowed that she came up with that idea. And it, it had quite an impact. That is really interesting. Now, from a data perspective, I mean, it sounds like one end, it's, it's all manual to put it in. So the listing agent or whoever owns that house needs to figure out what are the questions people may ask or what they should know, right? So they need to figure that out. Um, is it collecting data as well? Because I know clearly Alexa is listening at all times. And a lot of it nowadays, especially with the environment, there's, you know, it's, it's not unusual to say, hey, look, well, if you go into this house, you're going to be video recorded, your audio is going to be recorded. Um, is it okay, generally, from what you've seen, like you're recording what questions they may ask so that the agent can kind of get feedback per se? Like, what are your thoughts of that? Or is that a, is that a, a problem to have that kind of ongoing listen? Because then it's, it's a tricky thing, right? Because on one end, you want to listen because then you can say, well, these people are asking these questions. I should just add this to the list of, you know, questions that I can answer. Um, any thoughts of, of, from that perspective? You know, a lot of people are nervous about technology spying on them. There's the concept of big brother tapping into their phones and listening at all times. And there, what I like about Alexa specifically, and you know, I'll explain later why we didn't build for Google, but really it's because Alexa is more popular. Right. These Alexa smart speaker devices are exact, almost exactly like a toaster. So a toaster is an appliance on your kitchen countertop and it really adds absolutely no value until you press the lever down and then the heat starts heating and it heats the bread that's inside the toaster. Mm-hmm. An Alexa smart speaker is exactly the same way. Only instead of having a button or a lever that you press down to activate its brain, it looks for a wake word. So that little smart speaker is actually dumb as a brick. It is only listening for the wake word. And only once you say the wake word, which most people have as the word Alexa, then it taps into the internet and then it becomes intelligent. So there's not a lot of risk or or worry for those things to be listening all the time it's really unintelligent and it's listening for one thing and it's that wake word. Now, from our perspective with the service that we've created, we do not record any conversations. We do not have any audio files recorded whatsoever, but our our intelligence built into the system monitors and records the question that was asked. So we're we're not recording, you know, how it was asked or the conversation around it, We're just acknowledging, yes, they asked about parks. Yes, they asked about schools and so on. So as the agent, you get a report and real-time analytics that tell you what people are interested in. And you can say, okay, so my house for sale on Main Street 
has a lot of people asking about schools. Maybe I should do a social post about the great schools in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So it, with that sort of data intelligence is very, very helpful, but you will not get any voice recordings from us. That is um, unethical and any companies that are doing that, I, I would be very leery of. That just doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. What are the best ways of your existing clients that are implementing the system, right? Do they have a printout of, hey, look, these are the list of questions you can ask. Like, what's, what are best practices for, for, for it to have the best shot, best chances of success? Yeah, sure thing. So inside the listing, uh, we recommend placing the Alexa device in the place inside of the home where you want people to spend the most time. So if you have a listing that has a newly renovated kitchen and that's really the money shot of the home, place it in there because you're going to get those people to spend a few seconds longer or a few minutes longer in that space or a view of the lake and you want it to maximize the view of the lake, be sure and place it there so that people can see that lake that much longer. So that's inside of the listing. Outside of the listing, what we've seen our agents do, it's really amazing how creative they're getting, but I'll see where we're tagged in, on Instagram and on Facebook in posts all the time where agents create their own graphic. Maybe they use a tool like Canva or even PowerPoint, whatever their, their tool is that they're comfortable with that has the, the beautiful shot of the house. And then they'll say, ask your Alexa for more information as part of that graphic. And it's super easy to do. Uh, I, as a user experience professional, having designed software for large and small organizations, I know that software has to be super easy to use for both the agent who's doing the configuration and setup, but also for their prospective buyers. So getting this thing advertised and, and positioned to serve buyers is truly a, a, a few minutes long activity. That is really interesting. And where do you see kind of the company or the evolution of this going? Um, and how long do you see that? Like what's not necessarily the end goal, but what's the next iteration that you see? Well, sure thing. You know, We've seen technology emerge in real estate. I mean, that's the whole purpose of your talk. Mm -hmm. it, we've seen drone footage, and that, that used to be something um, very rare, but now we see practically every agent doing it. 3D tours, the same thing. Uh, video, I mean, my goodness, during the COVID pandemic, video has taken off like a rocket. Everyone's doing video now, so now that's table stakes. Mm -hmm. Now, when we look at voice, it makes sense. There are over 100 million Amazon Alexa devices in use every day in the United States. Wow. So when you tour these homes and when your buyers see these homes, they're going to see a speaker inside of the home. Odds are, you know, at least a, let's see, we have 300 million people in the US. So a third of us have these smart speakers, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to know, to leverage what's the next, what is the next emerging trend? And clearly these speakers are not going anywhere anytime soon. So I'm a fan of hopping aboard this train. So to get back to your earlier point, what's next? Where is this thing going next? More and more uh, components in our life are going to be voice driven. I, I don't see this going away anytime soon. Lexus and Toyota for embedded Amazon Alexa inside of their cars. So imagine advertising at the curbside with a sign and someone who's driving by can interact and have a conversation. And then you as the agent get a lead later on with their information. So I think the creative aspect of this is find the different ways to apply this, find different ways to get this in front of people who are already adopting this new form of uh, communication. Do you see any areas where 
this can be just also adapted for homeowners per se, right? Because um, right now, correct me if I'm wrong, it's mostly for agents and it's mostly yes. for basically selling a new house, right? Giving the right information. Is there a path where you see, because you're right, there's a hundred million devices. Obviously it's not a hundred million in those li new listings, it's more regular houses, but still people are familiar with it, right? That's the idea. Do you see it going to just the day-to-day? Um, is there a, a path down that road? You know, I would love to see something like that. And, and here's, here's what comes to mind for me. One, where you have a community that's rich in amenities. So let's say it's a gated community that has the clubhouse and the pools and things along those lines. How cool would it be if every house inside of those communities came with a, a new version that doesn't exist yet, but we could build a new version of Glass House Guide that informs their members and, and residents of amenities and helps them book a game of golf or book the tennis court or dinner at a clubhouse. How cool would that be that it's a custom tailored experience for that community? And even outside of communities like that, just in normal neighborhoods like, like so many of us live in, to have uh, an ability for an agent to leave that with a new home buyer as a, a housewarming gift. Right. And it comes preloaded with their skill where they can ask questions about, you know, where's the best place to grab Italian food? Or, you know, just what are some attractions nearby? Can you connect me with this service? All of those things that we used to traditionally go to um, an Angie's list for, or get the, in the old days, like when I was a kid, get the yellow pages out and discover, but start providing information that is contextually relevant to, to the new homeowner. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I can see that evolve in different ways too. Like, I mean, think about those condo complexes or I mean, anything with an HOA in a sense. Yes. Right. Uh, as a potential value add of coming to the community, um, not having to go through like a, a full manual setup. Right. So that could be a big value add, not just when it's, when they're trying to get somebody in there, but also once they're in there, they just keep it. And there's, you know, a different subset of, uh, items that uh, are preloaded that they can they can leverage and use right exactly. so so there's interesting things out of it i mean it's it's an interesting part can you share um from a business perspective like has the growth been faster slower about what you thought it would be like we're kind of the the growing pains right now or is it purely of you know the real estate industry which is why i've done the series is a very fragmented industry yeah. right even though there are a few big brokerages nothing gets pushed down like even even if Keller Williams or EXP or Compass to say, look, this is the best thing we have that we have a partnership with you guys. The reality is it's not a company in the sense of all employees will use it, right? It's just, this is an option. It's a, it's a tool in the tool belt. So what have you seen from the experience so far of growing the business, like of adoption? Well, you know, what we've seen, uh, we've seen the independent brokerages really adopt Glasshouse Guide. So think of the ones, um, I'll, I'll pull a couple of names that, that are, have agreements with us, Real Realty in the Chicago area, Palmer House Properties in the Atlanta area. They have from 500 to 2,500 agents. Wow. So they're not on the scale nationally of a Keller Williams yet, but they, do, they are very in tune and they're looking for emerging technologies that help differentiate their agents. Right. What is a, a big concern for me is if you are an agent in one of the larger um, brokerages, like, like the national ones that we're all familiar with, you are provided a toolkit 
uh, to use. You know, a number of tools are at your disposal to use. You can even use internal marketing staff and personnel to help execute. And that is fabulous. I, I completely agree with continuing to do that. However, if you only do those things, you're not going to differentiate yourself from your peers in the same community. So everyone's website, everyone's presence online and all of their print is going to begin to look very similar to the next person. Mm-hmm. So my, I would advocate keep an eye out for tools like ours, be it ours and other ones, and adopt those, try them out and see what else you can add to your tool belt to stand out. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you from a, real, a consumer perspective, as a buyer and a seller, I'm now on my fourth home. We steadily move up into nicer, nicer homes. I'm grateful for that opportunity. But when it go, comes time to sell one of my homes, I'm looking for an agent who is casting a wide net and using every tool available to find a buyer as quickly as possible and the right buyer at that. So the ones who come in and they have the exact same marketing program as the previous agent, you know, they, they've lost me right there. I, I just, I'm just not that impressed. But if they come in with a unique approach, uh, both from a technology perspective and a community and networking perspective, they've got my attention. And our, our agent is one who is, I consider a close friend at this point. I think the world of her and I won't work with anyone else as of right now. Uh, but she had, she is continually looking for what is that next way to connect with buyers. And I think you have to do that. No, it's, you're, you're right. I mean, it's, it's all about leveraging technology to quite frankly, give yourself a competitive advantage on one end, but also to get it to more people. Um, as much as, as much as you possibly can, right? I mean, that's, that's the end goal because your goal is to drive traffic, get people to fall in love with a house, right? Try to get multiple offers. Um, and so any tools that can be used for that is of the benefit of any agent. Exactly. You know, and, and Spencer, I would add, we've had, uh, you, you asked how, how are, how are things going? Right. Before the pandemic, we were signed up for a number of real estate conferences and we had the uh, booths set up and doing demonstrations and our service is best explained with a demonstration. Sure. Uh, videos and, and how to guides go, but so far, but a demonstration really seals the deal. And we were doing great there when COVID hitting and the pandemic, we had to switch to a more personal approach through Zoom and other technologies to engage with uh, prospective subscribers to our service. And so what we've seen is a lot of people who are comfortable with a digital format, like you and I are talking this afternoon, um, are, are loving it, right? They're already um, in the, op- they have an open mind to technology. They have an open mind to trying something new. So we're doing really, really well from that perspective. Some of the more traditional agents who have been um, doing things very traditionally in the same mm-hmm. way for many, many years have been slower to adopt to our service. And I understand why it is new. And t- sometimes new things are faced with skepticism and a bit of fear. You know, if I say emerging technology and the latest with Amazon Alexa, that can intimidate a lot of people. And I get that. But what we try to explain is we have worked really, really hard to make it incredibly simple to set up. It is, it's truly been user tested with people that are young and old and they all end the user testing and eventually become subscribers and say, this is awesome. It's just that easy. That is wonderful. We'll leave it at that. And so what are, 
how can people either get a hold of you or find more information about the company? What's the best way of, of getting that information? Yeah, best way is to connect at glasshouseguide.com. We have a lot of information on the site. We have a contact form, of course, to reach out to us, but look for me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm happy to connect, always happy to have a conversation like this one and, and riff on ideas. You know, like I mentioned, I was a consultant before I built real estate technologies. And so I love to listen. I love to troubleshoot. I love to problem solve. Let's find ways that we can apply Glasshouse Guide and and just leverage any experiences that I can offer and my team can offer. We've got a wonderful team of 15 uh, that are a mix of developers and customer success people, and they mean the world to me. We're all a big family and we're all just have that helpful spirit. And yeah, I still remember when um, Gary V made the announcement a while ago uh, about voice just taking over. And, you know, one of the big things to look over is, um, you know, creating tools, creating solutions, leveraging, whether it's Alexa or, or Google's version. Right. Um, and he was still very, he's very bullish on it. And I'm still very bullish. I mean, it, it, that, it's a whole lot faster, right. From a communication perspective than just typing with, you know, your thumbs, um, especially on the mobile device. So, you know, I, I think it's certainly in the future, obviously it's, it's a different experience, right? People have to get used to it. Like you're right for the most part, people are just kind of having the speaker at home, not really using it to anywhere close to what you can do. They're just basically playing music or something on it right? or asking the weather or something. So it's like very basic things, but you know, the fact that it is in people's houses, people can get used to it. It's just more of, there hasn't been too many of those kind of killer apps. Right. Right. And, and that's the, that's a problem with anything, but as long as it's in a lot of houses, there's an opportunity for developers to say, look, like yourself, it's in a lot of people's houses. People are familiar with it. It just needs, you know, the right use case. That's exactly right. That's right. exactly right. Cool. Well, very good. Well, thank you so much for your time, Justin. It's been amazing learning about uh, the system and the the solution that you have. I hope a lot of people that listen to this podcast and this show can uh, just feel free to reach out, you know, to you direct or look it up online. It especially, can be very beneficial to stand out as a realtor. Uh, I'm certainly going to explore this a lot more um, myself. And uh, like I said, uh, everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition. I hope I'll have more of these kind of interview sessions. These are always a lot more fun than me just uh, blabbing around on my, on my thoughts of a company. So this is a whole lot of fun. But thank you again, Justin, for your time. Thank you, Spencer. Good to see you. Okay. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade-up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.